Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Cantina Corner Podcast. I am your host, Adam, back again with uh, Cody and Nick, my co-host here on the show. Um, if you are a current listener, thank you for returning. If you are a new listener, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, in this podcast, we talk about a lot of things uh, that the current listeners know. If you don't, we talk a lot of conspiracies. It's been our big subject lately. Um, we're going to continue a little bit on that, but we're actually going to kind of throw in some current events You know, a little bit. I'm sure we might tie in some conspiracy stuff if we think about it in the time. Um, but yeah, we're going to go into kind of current events of what's going on um, as far as like politics, political, entertainment, kind of a little of everything. So this might be short, but it's going to be interesting. Um, so say what's up, guys. What's going on with you? Not much. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, you ready to get into this uh, first topic here with this death that we had in the uh, Supreme Court? Sure. That I... Lay it on us. Come on. What's not, your name? Okay, so yeah. full foreclosure... Before we recorded disclosure. this, yeah, disclosure, whatever, foreclosure, dude, I'm tired. I'm so fucking tired. Today. The banks are coming after this one. Dude. Yeah, this is going to be like word check hell. Um, but yeah, the we just had someone uh, pass away in the Supreme Court, and I butchered her name before we did this. We spent about probably 30 minutes of them trying to get me to guess the name because I'm that just <laughs> ignorant on the situation. Um, but it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Did I get that right? <laughs> Yeah, nice. Very good. Okay, good. good. Bader's better than Beto. Because um, <laughs> that's, that's originally what I was doing. But yeah, so she just passed away in the Supreme Court. Um, I don't know much about like her history in the Supreme Court, like what the significance of her passing is other than, you know, she's probably been there a long time. Can you guys give me any like details as to like the specifics of why it was such a big deal? I'd say first significant thing is it'll be Trump's <clears throat> possible third appointee to the Supreme Court, which... It's pretty rare for usually presidents. I know, I think Obama had two, and I think Bush had two. Yeah. I don't know, going back before that, but it's it's pretty rare to have three. So just in a kind of a historical context, significance of that, there is that, you know, kind of attached to it. Okay. Yeah, because I was- Yeah, she's old. Well, yeah, I knew she was yeah. very old. I mean, when you see her in the photos, it's like, how could you even do a job like that at that age? I mean, she looks spent, like just spent. And that's what um i think yeah, there's that other guy the justice Breyer. he's like 80 something years old too so he's another one that depending on who wins the next if trump wins the next election that could be maybe you know a fourth if that guy passes too because yeah he's just as up there in yeah. age yeah because i didn't know because when the media was making a big deal obviously they're gonna you know show a lot of stuff because you know anyone in politics has been there that long they're gonna you know talk about her death or whoever it might be and you know kind of go into their history it's almost like a respect thing because they've done that job for so long it's honoring them i get that but when i started seeing when people were like spinning it and like looking more deeper into like what's trump's involvement and in, you know her passing as far as filling the seat and everything else like i didn't know why it was like such a huge deal that everyone's like making all these like quick pushes to stuff or talking about impeachment to stall him from being able to pick the seat which is the most recent thing i heard that pelosi was trying to do i don't know if you guys heard anything about that <clears throat> yeah yeah oh bullshit yeah it just i, I don't know and that's yeah. what <clears throat> piqued my interest i'm like i gotta look into this because why are they trying to use an impeachment tactic to stall just filling a seat in the supreme court and now that you know you said that nick it, it makes a little more sense because it's like a historical thing as far as how many people a president has put in yeah yeah i don't want to get too much into the <laughs> like it's basically it's i mean it's a physical bullshit but it really is. It's a, it's, a, it's a good issue for both sides to try and shore up any a Supreme Court pick is looming, and we can stall it, you know? So if it's not Trump in, vote for us. We got our guy that can get the pick in. Yeah. And Trump's like, look, you know, this is the Supreme Court. They make it seem like a super important decision, like it's, you know, it actually matters. But, yeah, the Supreme Court's long been sold out anyway, so... Yeah, because I did watch another thing, uh, or actually earlier today, before I even realized we were going to get into this subject specifically, um, the at the White House press event, and when his speaker was sitting there giving all the notes and talking about this whole situation, she was saying that, uh, um, basically mm -hmm. going into great detail about what every president has done and what they will continue to do, even in, under Trump's presidency, and at the very end, the last sentence was, every president before him has filled this seat when in office. And this president will do the same moving forward, Philly. And she made that like a huge point at the end. And I was like, why is it such a big deal? And that's why I was curious to hear what you guys said just now, because that just is very interesting. That kind of stems from when Obama 
was getting ready to leave office, there was a seat that was open and the Republicans kind of threw a fit like, oh, he's yeah. leaving office because, you know, he wasn't up for re-election. Oh. It was a second term. He was definitely leaving. He doesn't have a right to, you know, fill this position right before he leaves. You know, Trump should be able to do it. And they did. They did let Trump do it, which is why Trump's going to get three. Um, So that's kind of like now they're playing that up. Well, the yeah. election's 40 days away. Trump you know, should wait and see what happens. It was a Republican's tit, so now this is their tat back to that. Yeah, because that, that makes sense, because I know <clears throat> another thing in that speech she gave when she was, you know, basically dissecting how this is going to happen, she did state in that, too, like, regardless that this is an election year or so close to the election, he is still the current president, and she made, like, this whole long point about it. Right. So that now yeah. that makes sense. Which is factually correct, but the Republicans yeah. threw a fit towards Obama when Obama had the right to yeah. technically do got all the authority under the constitution to do it no, which i didn't even realize so i mean that, that makes even more sense why they'd be doing the same shit especially since they really yeah. haven't gotten any push into anything they've tried to get in there has been just shot down so yeah it's kind of like a hail mary i feel like it's it and i mean it's all fight for power whether you're going to put in a conservative judge or a liberal liberal judge to overturn things which they don't even fucking do that shit anymore the supreme court is such no. a fucking waste of time and yeah shit now anymore they've approved but, the final <clears throat> court and all that shit the secret courts and shit so yeah i mean even like kavanaugh the last guy that trump appointed and they ripped that guy to shreds that dude's a liberal judge like he has liberal mm -hmm. way more liberal views than you would think mm -hmm. like yeah. most people probably think like there's no way he he's like conservative all the way which when they actually look at him he's totally not yeah i mean he's got his points there but he's definitely a liberal leaning judge that's the biggest thing was they're like you know they were afraid abortions strike it down and when he was in the actual actual confirmation hearings not like the ones like that they you know played up for the theater and all that bullshit mm -hmm. the actual ones they asked him about roe v wade and he said it's settled like it's settled law yeah. which means he's literally saying abortion is legal there's no way the supreme court can ever overturn that so for as much as they complain about that it's like and that's exactly like cody's saying like he's actually fairly liberal wow that's interesting yeah. but like i mean if you don't pay attention you would just know that the democrats hated this guy put all those fake sexual charges on him yeah you know, they try to smear him because he drank a lot of beer in college. Like, this is stupidest shit in the world. When really, Trump putting him in there was kind of, not doing them like a favor, but was like a pretty fair choice. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I had this thought earlier today, and I, I, I know we don't want to get like too into this, but I, Trump announced he's going to announce this person Saturday. Yeah. I would look out for a african-american woman to be appointed i could see it i could see him doing that yeah and not to sound Trump like shitty about it but like so close to an election i could see that happening yeah i mean you know political moves are political <clears throat> moves whether they sound horrible or not you know we're just saying yeah. that we wouldn't be surprised because yeah. of like, the do it for the cloud I, and control I, I, exactly i had that thought today and i was like Gosh, because you know that, only was benefits him. that was Biden's whole thing. I'm gonna pick a minority woman as my running mate, and you know he he drove that into the ground, and then he picks Kamala. Complete well, they, they picked Kamala, <clears throat> so I I could just see Trump just coming back with that because yeah. how are they how are they gonna attack <clears throat> minority woman? You know, especially if she's like more liberal thinking, like Kavanaugh. I think it would backfire for them to attack that. Yeah. I think that would almost be like a put up or shut up troll job by him. I mean, yeah, Trump being Trump, I wouldn't put it past him. That's like his yeah. thing. That's what he does. I kind of hope for that because that would make things very entertaining. Yeah. None yeah. That, in 40 days, either politics are going to get super boring or they're going to get like crazy. Oh, it's, it's about to get, dude, this is going to be the most illegitimate election ever. Like, it's going to oh, be yeah. crazy as fuck, dude. It's going to be decided in the courts. Like, so we like two thousand, but like even fucking worse. Like, yeah. Oh, it's about to be fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, and just hopefully extremely entertaining. Yeah, I mean we'll have to see. I mean, like I like I've heard uh, you know all the all the news sources and people talking about on the radio. These next you know forty days or whatever are going to be 
a lot of stuff is going to be hard to believe because this is when people start throwing out the craziest shit about their opponents. I mean, just the most outlandish stuff that you won't even know what's real or, or fake until you like have to spend hours digging through it. I mean, right. the smear campaigns are going to be yep. endless. Yeah. And just so, to touch on like what Nick was saying, if this shit goes to the courts and they can't like definitively decide a winner, Nancy Pelosi will become president. That'd be insane. Mm-hmm. I think it would be at least interim, right? They'd probably have another election. I I don't know. I don't know the exact time, but I know she would she would seat the seat of president. Because yep. it, there would be no vice president and she would be next in line. You gotta wonder if that's what they're pushing towards. After talking with my cousin and uncle the other night, that's what kind of like got us on that road. And I was like, man, that is a scary tactic for that's <laughs> a scary tactic. That I did is. see this story too that uh, John Podesta, Hillary's old uh, cha- campaign chairman, was like wargaming out a bunch of different scenarios of if basically Trump wins and what the Dems would do. And it kind of essentially would come down to like trying to make the election be illegitimate and then them seceding, things like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost in that same like. Because I think that would trickle down to like Senate seats and stuff, if there's no definitive winner, like, I think that's just, the seat's just vacant. I would, that's why I would imagine that she just, they'd have her just as interim. They'd probably get together and pass something to have it as interim and have some type of special or runoff election or some shit like that. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Because I can't, we would have to look it up because I just, I just can't imagine, like, okay. I can, yeah, imagine just yeah. being, I can imagine people just being fine with bullshit. Yeah, you're yeah. right. People are just fine with bullshit as it is. So, yeah. I And I would almost admit that, like, most normal, like, not paying attention to politics people would be like, oh, well, we lucked out. We, we got rid of Biden and Trump at the same time. I could see half the country being like that. Yeah, not realizing they just give it right back to the establishment. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. It's going to be crazy to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, like this Ruth Bader Ginsburg situation and her passing is just, you know, more fuel to the fire of what's coming. And that's, you know, yep. kind of why I guess like you guys explained to me why it's a big deal and I can see it now. So it's 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 just more fuel to the fire. But yeah, so everyone just keep out a lookout for that. You know, watch if anything, you know, devolves from, you know, figuring out who's going to get the seat and what Trump picks and everything like that. You know, stay tuned into that because it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Definitely um, interesting storyline. Yeah, and another thing kind of just shift on the other end of the world, even though it pertains to something in the U.S. that happened in, you know, China. Um, we're going to go into a little bit what's going on with Mulan, which I've been actually following very heavily on. Um, yes. As far as the movie, the new movie release, the the, po- the political implications that it's been having, you know, all this stuff has been happening with between, you know, the United States and China because of this movie and companies. It's just, it's crazy. So... The synopsis for me, because I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Um, so this movie, the new Mulan remake that they did, it was, uh, you know, a huge chunk of it was filmed in China. I don't know if it was a full 100%, but I would say probably a good 70 to 80% of this was filmed in China. And they filmed it specifically in the Xinjiang area. A lot of the uh, film was, was done in that s- section of China, which I don't know if a lot of people know, but... In that area, there's, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but there's a lot of internment camps, basically, kind of like what happened back in World War II with the Jewish people and the Germans, um, that they have Muslims interned there. It almost says, like, re-education camps, where they, like, try to, you know, work work their brains into thinking a different way, and, you know, God knows what else, probably towards, you know, communism and everything that China does and whatnot. Um, but the problem that Disney had with this movie being filmed there is that at the very end of the film, at the very end of the credits, there is a specific thank you to basically Tencent, the company that operates in that area, the Xinjiang area that operates these camps and everything else, thank them for allowing them to film that area and the different things they allowed them to do and made the movie happen. And so when you tie what that area is about and what they're doing there, and then Disney thanking them, a family company like that, thanking them for doing that, basically thanking this evil company it just it spiraled out of control and i want to get your guys opinion before we get into details i mean did you guys know about that the the two you know things that brought it together or did you find out like i did yeah i found out 
I found out after the fact when someone watched the credits and pointed it out. Really? <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I mean, I really didn't pay attention to the Milan movie coming out, honestly. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just another remake, but that's whatever. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I know what goes on in that area, and I knew, like, once they said it, I was shocked to see that they were stupid enough to thank the organization that's running these camps. Yeah. Um, and they actually like stayed in that city. They filmed just outside of it, but actually stayed in that city and everything. And yeah, I mean, basically part of the reason that, you know, we went to war in World War II was to stop shit like that. Yeah. And it's 2020 and we're thanking people who are doing that currently. It's, uh, it's fucked up what companies will do for money. And it's kind of ignorant for them to still think that people don't notice. Cause I, I feel like we're at a time where more people are paying attention to shit like that than ever before. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so it is, it doesn't surprise me, but it, it does amaze me that companies still don't just like double check. Like, yeah, Maybe we shouldn't thank them in the credits, you know. We'll thank them, you know, with, with their pockets or whatever. Just do it behind the scenes, dirty how they probably do it anyway. Yeah. Yep. Do they really need that thank you in the credits? Which brought it to light, I mean. Gives them that legitimacy. They want yeah, it just it's... for, an, it's just like an ego stroke thing. That's all it mm -hmm. is, really. Because, yep. yeah, they're getting the money regardless, but. There's one thing. That's, that... I didn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to. Ah! I was just to, the same answer, time. <laughs> to answer your question, it was like I didn't really know a whole lot about it until I think some shit on it, and then yeah. something about the credits and them thinking them too. But knowing it's Disney and the shit we've already covered in other podcasts on here, anyways, about it, it's not surprising that they're doing dirty shit. It's yeah. really not. And there, there's one thing that made me curious because since we've been talking about conspiracies and stuff so much, and when I was looking at this, you know, it was in the midst of us doing multiple episodes. So I'm looking at it kind of through that lens. And, you know, when people do like, you know, leaking, you know, movies early or leaking scripts or whatever else from these companies, I almost had an idea where I was like, maybe someone who did the credits or did whatever in that section of the movie just slipped that in there before they sent it out and no one knew or whatever and they were like trying to bring light like they found out that this was happening the company that they worked for was doing it this way and they were just like holy shit and they tried to like throw it out there to like bring it to light or do you think disney was literally that stupid to just do that themselves because it just seemed too stupid for how smart they are in legal battles and everything like that i could see that it's a good point honestly because i mean it is it's like we've said before on other podcasts too these politicians and stuff like they're not stupid for as much as they keep doing the same shit that seems like they're fucking up all the time. These are very smart people. And it's the same with people that run companies like Disney. Yeah. So I could definitely see it being somewhere, maybe a little bit like corporate espionage or somebody on the inside. Yeah. Trying to just fuck with them. Like, and yeah. get the shit out there. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Cause we just, we talked couldn't, about we couldn't say that it's not that either. And look what Snowden yeah. did, you know, company was operating like they always do, but he found out and then he just pushed it out to everybody. And that could have been the same yep. thing. And that's just what got me thinking. I was like, huh, it just yeah, seems so retarded for them to do that. Especially especially if someone finds that out and it like upsets them as much as it seems like a lot of the world is starting to get upset about some of this stuff. Yeah. That just blatantly goes on. And like I said, I mean more people are paying attention. So slipping that out like that in that non-discreet way, knowing like, okay, at some point somebody's gonna find this and it's gonna go like on TikTok or YouTube and then it's just gonna People are going to know about it. Yeah, because you got to think. Like... Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, you got to think how many words are, I mean, how many words fill in an end credit scene? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's honestly at that level probably sifting through every single word? Right. <clears throat> but I was going to say just uh, last night I was laying in bed looking through TikTok and uh, I sent something to Nick's, this lady was watching letting her daughter watch Lilo and Stitch on Disney Plus and there's like a scene where Lilo is like hiding from her mom or whatever and then like she's like look at this she's in the laundry room and she's like underneath like a end table I guess you could say but she's like hide like the, there's a pizza box and it's up yeah you know it's got a picture of a pizza about a pizza on it 
And she's like, you know, she's like, this just looked off to me. So she went to Amazon Prime and rented the movie because she just had a feeling like that wasn't like what it, the scene didn't fit. And suppose I haven't checked this myself, but supposedly she records it and someone duetted it like that they did it too. Yeah. And they show the same thing, but she's actually like in the original version in the washer machine hiding. And she opens the washing machine door, it comes out. So why did Disney Plus change that to put her in a pizza box? Especially with like all the Pizzagate shit that came out, you know, and like how pizza yeah. is a code word for kids. That's something and that I think specifically like... little little girls too. I think because hot dogs are little boys. I think pizza was little girls and Lilo's yeah. a little girl and she's hiding behind the pizza. Like I do want to check that because that is something too where it almost now with what Adam was saying too has got me thinking is if that is changed is that something that maybe somebody did to maybe someone edited too? like yeah, to get to it out like, there yeah. or something like that that maybe is something just, that since you said it to me I do want to check deeper into that and see because that was <clears throat> it's at least an interesting thing to try and at least research a little bit it's weird it's weird that you would completely reanimate a scene like the whole scene is the same yeah. it's just instead of a washing machine that she's in it's an end table with a pizza box up and it it's just it's weird it's fucking weird like why would that be the case on disney plus but nowhere else the only reason i could see the disney defending that or the only ability of them defending that is be like oh well, we didn't want to promote that it's okay for little children to hide in the washing machine because that's dangerous so we switched it to a pizza box so it's like the only way you can spin that yeah i guess so tough spin that's a tough it is, spin. It is, it is a tough is, spin. But I'm just saying from like, but a, I I wouldn't have even thought. Why a pizza box? It, so. oh, why I can't know. you? Why can't you have like a clothes basket there? You know, and she's hiding in the clothes. You know. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, it does you get buried under the clothes and suffocate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going off the mindset of like this whole like protect and sanitize culture that you know we are as the United States. No, yeah, I got you. Um, I do want to say too, I. My cousin was telling me that Disney Plus now, I don't know if you even know this. I didn't know this until yesterday. Um, they're doing Disney Plus Premium. Sort of like, I guess, like if you go on Disney Plus, you can't even watch Mulan. You got to get Disney Plus Premium, which is $30. I don't know if it's a one-time payment and you get it for the year or whatever your subscription is. If it just adds on per month. But he was like, yeah, it's like an extra 30 bucks, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because that's how that much you're the, gonna the charge movie, extra for that shit. That's how much the yeah. movie price was when it came out. Yeah. Well, like and my uncle was saying, he was like, you know, what's coming out? The new Mandalorian season. He's like, wait till they fucking throw that on the Disney premium just to get yep. more money out of people. Because that literally, that's the only reason I have Disney Plus. It's the only show I've watched on there. But I'm not paying thirty dollars to watch season two. I'll find it on someone and put it on YouTube or something. Then after this, uh, after finish with this, you're gonna have to go check out that stitch thing on your disney yeah we can and see if it's if it's on there yeah that'd be really interesting because i also know the another reason why they might be doing that for the extra money <clears throat> even though i know disney is not hurting for money is because mulan <laughs> tanked i mean mulan oh yeah it tanked hard especially after i saw what was the number it was like was it like 250 yeah but there was some there was some percentage number like the percentage of logins the Friday it came out was up like 60%. And then it was like when this whole, you know, the Chinese shit came out. Yeah. It was like down to like 12% for like the next four days, like of logins. Like people just literally just like logging into their wow account to watch anything. So it did, it did punch them in the gut. That's for sure. Good. Yeah, because at first they were having adversity with trying to get people to pay the $30 on top of the already subscription that they have. And yeah. then, you know, you go and that happens and it's like, huh, now you just sealed your deal, man. Right. And it, I mean, it also, I I shouldn't say it is 100% connected with that story coming out. It could be that there was a good group of people who logged in to watch it when it first came out, realized it was fucking garbage. All the reviews came out and people were like, ah, well, I mean, it's there. I'll get it when I know get a chance to watch it instead of just making time to watch it that's true because i I, w I was gonna watch it and honestly when i heard that story i was like yeah you know i don't really care anyway so fuck that movie yeah 
Yeah, I wasn't going to watch it because I heard um, that A, they took all the comedy out of it. It's a serious movie. There's no Mushu. Yeah, I heard Mushu. Yeah, no Mushu. Fuck you. Yeah, no Mushu yeah. because China said they did not want Mushu in the film because it was like, you know, a bad representation of their culture and stuff like that, which I get to some degree, you know, <laughs> you could say that, but when it's the original source material, I'm not going to like it. It's just plain simple. And then, you know, they also changed certain characters and they also changed the entire thing of Mulan. You know, from what I heard, like in the original movie. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got to cut you off here. Yeah. I find it funny that the the talking dragon is what doesn't represent their culture. But the fact that the entire movie is about women can't fight for their country. That's okay. Yeah. That's totally fine because we do stand by that. <laughs> but a talking <laughs> dragon? No. We draw a line. That, that's, that's a little Don't fuck tired. with our dragons. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that is a great that is a great comparison. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh women's rights? Now. Nah. Talking dragon? Better back off. <laughs> Especially a, 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 a black voice actor talking dragon, you know, Eddie yeah. Murphy, a king. They shouldn't have oh. had Eddie Murray walking oh, yeah. around like the real Eddie Murray. <laughs> he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been allowed in China, you know. He just been walking around the streets. Of the there's a lot. Shame on you. Shame on your family. Shame on your <laughs> cow. There's a lot of businesses in China that don't let. Oh no! It's a serious thing. <laughs> but yeah, they stopped that, and that's like they took out all the elements that I love that movie for, you know. And then they also changed yeah. a lot. Like the original movie, she was doing it to protect her father. She didn't know how to fight, but she went through the grueling process of learning how, so that she could defend yeah. her country to save her father. And this one. She's a badass from the start, and then she has to hold herself back when she gets to training because she doesn't want to like be obvious that she's a female. So, and, and then she goes back to fighting the war, and she's awesome again, flying on walls and running on walls and shit. It's like, what, what is this? Is this Crouching Tiger, Hidden Mulan, or is this Mulan? Like, what the fuck happened? Sorry. Sounds like Mulan on roids or something. Like, it's one I mean, of my favorite movies, and they just they, they fucked it. up Star Wars. I mean, shocker, they yeah. couldn't get Mulan correct. Yeah. All you had to do was copy and paste with real people, and it would have been fine with a CGI uh -huh. dragon. Yep, you can't make fun of their culture, dude. Yeah, yeah, but Mortal Kombat's okay. That makes sense. That's culturally accurate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Anyways, so I digress on Mulan, but. Uh, okay, so these two next two things you guys knew, I'm assuming, a good amount because I haven't followed much, especially with uh, the one topic which we're going to end on here. But let's <clears> go into the uh, Israel-UAE peace deal, or as some people say, Israel. Um, Israel. What's going on with the Jews and Muslims? Yeah, peace, what, brother. Yeah, but yep. what, what specifically? Has something just come out today? Like, is it recent? What's going on? Oh, no, there's just some hidden things in the peace treaty Nick yeah. found. Because, you, you know, at first it was, and at first, too, I applauded it, too. I'm like, you know, deals, like, peace deals and all this stuff. And then I just go search around and, you know, just dig a little bit deeper on things. And then I find out that a huge basis of this peace deal between Israel and the UAE yeah. is contingent on us selling over $8 billion worth of weapons and bombs and military hardware and technology to both of these countries. Just yeah, let mm -hmm. that let that sink in just a little bit. This peace deal, this peace deal, which was lauded as historic between you know the UAE and Israel. It still is historic. It is historic, honestly. The Middle East is always it really been a is. conflict, like. But the basis of it is on us selling over eight billion dollars worth of this, and I have put this put together this little list here of like what Israel is getting because it's some pretty badass shit. They're getting a squadron of F-35s. Why are you excited? I'm not excited, but when I was... You know how it is, dude. When you look at technology and shit, you're just like, it's some badass machinery. Like, Yeah. As destructive and terrible weapons of war are, it's kind of one of those things you do look at in awe because it's like... It's, it's like... It's like the duality of humans. Like, it's beautiful, but so fucked up at the same time. Like, we could create something so awesome that just wreaks such fucking havoc. It's just, you know, it's just kind of that thing, like... But they're also getting 12 V-22 Ospreys, which 
You know, remember from GTA Five, we love jumping in those things and oh, destroying yeah. people. Yeah. And then they're getting, I don't know how many of these Boeing KC-46As, which are the jets that um, they use for mid-air refueling and stuff like that. And then there's um, the UAE is getting a squadron of their own of F-35s. But then there, and then there's this other caveat that I found in looking at this into this thing. So in U.S. law and foreign policy, there's this thing called QME. It's was a qualitative military. Shit, I should have looked it up. Or I should have had it wrote, written down. Hold on. Yeah, that's a fucking tongue It's yeah. Quantitative. Quali qualitative military edge. So, and this is actual U.S. policy. I want to do some more research to see. It's law. It's actual law, yeah. It U.S. Is. law. So, anytime U.S. makes an arms deal, and I think it's within the region of the Middle East and shit like this, due to this QME, this agreement that we have with Israel, they are always to maintain a qualitative military edge on any opponents or anything. So, anytime we make a deal... They automatically get cut into the deal, and we got to sell them the next top grade above what we're selling the people we made the arms deal with. And this is legit U.S. law. Like, so then I was, you know, reading all this shit and thinking back when we were doing the Snowden podcast, and I think you were asking us like, because we were just kind of talking about the endless wars and all this shit that's going yeah. on with, you know, all that. And you were asking if we ever thought it would get to a point that it stops. Yeah, I remember that. And this is something that, after Bruce reading this, not. it's like, I don't know. I don't think it does. Even with this peace deal, when we're selling that that many arms and shit over there in the Middle East, because you know they're not going to stay within either of those two countries, no. too, 100%. No. No, they're going to go fucking do the same shit we do, arm their proxy groups to go keep fighting and shit over there. So it just got me thinking about that, and I was like, I don't know. Any hope I thought I had maybe dashed a little bit more. I'll tell you this. I think it's more of a uh, a peace deal with us than it is with themselves. Personally, I, I was telling Nick, I have this feeling that it's a strategic advantage against Russia and China, that we are gaining allies in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, more of a strategical platform to have. I can see that. I mean, so we could hold a two-front war on those countries if need be, rather than, you know, just over the Pacific. Yeah, I mean, I you, you, can't, you can't take progress without risks. I mean, like yep. we talked about in the other podcast, you know, with the Cold War, you know, we took risks on these people that were our enemies to try to make progress we thought we were making when it just was like fucking whatever. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest, too. Trump's a business guy, whether you think he's fucking dumb or whatever he's yeah a smart business guy he's not gonna yeah. he's not gonna help broker this deal unless there is something coming in return to him i mean his big thing is america first so yeah i think this whole thing is like listen we will give you guys all these weapons you want you guys play nice with each other and we won't have to fuck one of you up <laughs> and when i call you better answer yeah i i I I just, that's personal belief of mine. No facts backing that up. But. That's too. when you were telling me that when we were talking about it. That's why I was saying too, like the whole scarcity of ammo and weapons parts and everything right now in the civilian market. It then again, this is kind of like I don't even say personal belief, but I guess maybe a little bit of just kind of thinking about things and the way things are moving in the world and all that. It's almost like <clears throat> they're shoring up the allies. Mm-hmm hoarding up the weapons parts and the ammo and everything for almost like basically prepping for like some type of hot conflict with China. And like the rapid pace that Trump is pushing to get our troops out of the Middle East right now mm -hmm. and back home, maybe to like shift to a new mission. Is there interesting people? It's scary. It's scary shit to think about, but I mean, I think it's a legitimate thing that you have to pay attention to. Yeah, uh, especially if he wins. It the is election, a legitimate thing because if he's got these yeah. things in place, like moving forward, you know, he's putting the pieces in place, and he wins the election. It's like, how fast would that ramp up if that's true? Right. Yep. I mean, there. I mean, it's been coming out for the last few years now, but there has been an abundance of Chinese infiltration in this country that's just like way worse than I ever thought it was until like the last like yeah. year or so. 
because you i mean i think if you research you know it's there yeah but like to realize like it's like every like university in this country is just completely and utterly like almost owned by the chinese communist party it's like a weird fucking thing to think about but it's there i think that runs dude there's this weird story i ran into yesterday it was officer in some city he was he was of chinese ethnicity and he was caught spying on some random people like in their neighborhood or something just reporting back to this uh chinese communist party just talking about how you're mentioning there how deep it actually is it's i didn't weird. even i read it was a quick little article like you know one of those two minute read articles and it's just yeah. it's some random ass cop in some random ass city that's spying for the chinese communist party i just some regular chinese citizens that are living there and it's like that is you don't really think about how deep it is it's like it's yeah it's insane it's crazy like we talk back with those forever wars you know i mean espionage will never end ever even no. if even if there's world peace everyone will have espionage in everyone else's country always i mean that's never that's yeah. never gonna not happen and it's scary as shit and it's, it's should point out i i think is it saudi that trump's trying to work a peace deal with right now I believe I think so. it's Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because he posted some stuff on Instagram with like uh, sitting there with tables with people and, and stuff. Yeah, making deals. He's he's not done in the Middle East. Like he's, and I mean, awesome. I mean, peace in the Middle East would be absolutely historic, no matter like, the great. cost. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want this <clears throat> to seem too like I'm like talking shit about peace deals and all that. I'm not. Like I'm obviously, no, especially with how much we've covered and all that. Like. We're obviously very anti-war and anti-just death. Yeah. But it's just, you know, stuff. It's weird that it like, would involve weapons in a peace. Yeah. Deal. It's, it's almost like when, I mean, not to tie this to a movie, but like when Tony Stark in the beginning of the first Iron Man is overseas and he realizes that the weapons he thought he was being patriotic and making for the, our military to use, he realizes that the enemy that we're fighting is getting their hands on the exact same weapons. So what is he really doing? Yep. And it changes his whole philosophy. So it, I mean, it is that same thing. Like you're like, awesome peace. Why are we giving them weapons that are probably more advanced than the technology they have? Like not to say that they're shitty scientists over there, but no, I mean, it's like us and Russia and the rest of the world. Well, and China, I guess. Yeah. Not to but, mention they're not even learning the technologies just on a specific thing to recreate it, but who knows what they could use it to advance other things too. Right. So, I mean, it just, it's spider webs off of that. Exactly. And it's that's why it's like, is he, it, that's why I just feel like it's a strategic thing. Like Trump's like, I need to get you guys caught the fuck up. And, you know, when shit hits the fan, you better be like ready to answer my call. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they'd be too stupid to go against that order if he was exactly. like, hey, you need to help us or you're going to get eradicated. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I'll say. I think, I think personally, even though it was like a huge negative against Trump coming in, like his foreign policy. I think foreign leaders are legitimately scared because I think it was a lot of built up ego. Like he has an ego, obviously. Oh yeah. But I think it was just so built up in the U.S. media that even foreign people are like, "I better not fuck with this guy." He like, used who knows what he's exactly like. Who knows what he's capable of? Yeah. Like the I forget what that meeting was. I think it was um, it was either Argentina president or. Uruguay, somebody out out there, they were like, they had this huge event and Trump was there and Trump gave everybody at the table an envelope. They went out to take took pictures on stage with the president for like, it was supposed to be like a 10 minute like photo op. They were gonna walk around the stage, take photos together. Trump stood there for like a, a minute or two and then just walked away from him. Like a total fucking power move, like fuck you. Like, I don't have any respect for you whatsoever and just walked away and the guy like stood there and like there's pictures of him like looking at Trump like what just happened I just I just think he plays off that shit so well but I think that the media almost built that up for him oh yeah and he knows it and he feeds them stuff like that yeah. so that they will create you know <clears throat> it's like the old thing like I caught a fish this big and by the time he gets told that 50th time the fish is this fucking big you know yeah so the media yep. does they tell fish stories. that's why I could I could almost see him saying like oh yeah answer my call answer my call yeah i, I mean see that. i hope it's i do hope it is something like that 
I don't doubt that do. they're scared of him, <laughs> and not even like scared of him, like they like out of respect, but literally they just don't know what the fuck. I think most of them probably think, "What won't he do?" Not like, you know, yeah. like what is he not gonna do? It's scary though, man. What we're trying is a different. That's a different animal. It'll be ugly. Really It'll be very ugly. ugly. They definitely one of the countries that have the bodies to throw at us. And they're fucking bloodthirsty in the way they yeah. go about their business. They're extremely like you, people talk shit about American imperialism and had every right to do so, same as we do. But China's imperialism is like a fucking. They just yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They really are absolutely bloodthirsty. Like yeah, I mean you gotta even think not even just the viciousness, the bodies they can throw at us, but the economic fallout from that. Yeah, the economics of it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, how much? What was that thing you were just saying, Nick? That uh, they were trying to say that America can't import anything. Oh, fucking yeah! So the U.S. House passed something that basically imports from that use products and stuff from the Xinjiang region, the same one that you know Milan was. In. That's it. That's why it's kind of connected to that, yeah. I guess. The outrage from the movie is sparking this bill, but. Yeah, the house passed it, and we can't import goods that are used that use products and sources and stuff from that region. It's going to the Senate, and then because they're going to recess too, it said that if they don't end up, I forget by what date, November, if they don't end up passing it or doing anything, it basically just gets swept off the table, and they kind of have to restart from scratch. Next so it's year. a nice headline for right now until you know yeah. it blows over, and then they don't have to worry about it. It's it's the perfect thing that people who are up for re-election this November can run on right now, get re-elected, and then not get two fucks afterwards. Wow. And this is how our government exactly. works. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all about opportunism. Yep. Uh, anyway, on the, on the same lines of government and doing illegal shit, um, we're going to get into our last topic here, which is more or less kind of uh, piggybacking off of what we talked about recently, which was Snowden. Because um, you guys told me that yeah. there was a court decision on the illegal spying that he was showing we were doing, and then it came out, if, correct me if I'm wrong, that it was actually deemed like legitimately illegal what they did yep. to find out that he was actually, you know, spewing out. So, so give me the rundown on that. How this, how this, yeah. Uh, so it was actually a judicial com committee court. So it was like a committee of judges actually deemed it illegal. Like what he s proved was going on. They deemed that the government was doing that illegally. So now technically <laughs> he was right to bring that up. Yeah, I mean, nothing really happens. They have to stop. It's kind of funny yeah. too, because he was on Joe Rogan yeah. day. I think it was a day after this came out. Like right after pretty much. Yeah. Right? And they were talking about this and even Snowden himself was like, you know, this just means they have to stop what they were doing, what that I proved they were doing. And he was like, but like our government works, they will scrap it, scrap the name, they'll rename it, and they will make a slight adjustment to yeah. make it legal, and they will go out until they get caught again. So yep. that's probably, I mean, that's, so it really does nothing other than you'll probably see like a huge push for him to be pardoned because, I mean, I don't know why people think now he's correct in what he did, but he was right yeah. the whole time but now there's a lot more people going okay like i can agree with him that's just it's sad that he even realizes you know that he can't even be happy in this victory you know because he's just like hey, yeah. just rework it and call it something he was else. in it i mean he was in it for years he yeah. saw it happen he saw them retool things i know and use it for a different use and get away with it he said too it wasn't the first time the courts have ruled that parts of the program were illegal yeah. too it's just this time, this time was parts more specific of what he, but he's like, you know. Yeah, so. and this time was a committee. It wasn't just a single court. So yeah. This, this time was a little more different because it holds a little Give more weight. a little weight. more weight, yeah. Yeah, being a committee. So, I mean, it is, it's still, it's still big news, but. Yeah. Not big news in the sense of like, the government's going to completely stop spying on us. That's not gonna no, happen. I mean, this this idiot Trump literally voted to reauthor, or sorry, not voted, but, you know, reauthorize the same fucking spying parameters and laws that they used on him that is about Obama spying on him for. The whole Obamagate hashtag that we've talked about and all that and everything yeah. that he complained and bitched about and 
He's just, I mean, you hear a shit ton about it. He went and reauthorized all the same stuff. So that really shows you what you're, you know, what you're getting. Yeah, and, and like, you know, what you guys just said, and when I said it, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that he even says that. Like you said, Cody, uh, you know, the fact that he was in there makes mm-hmm. it like when someone's been in there and you know the ex- full extent of what he's seen and done, and then for him to say that, just it hits so much harder. You know, if yeah. a normal person said that, I'd be like, yeah, I agree with you. They'll probably do that. But when he says it, it's just like, fuck. Like, I it's almost to the point where he he was like explaining like exactly what they're going to do. I really recommend watching that Joe Rogan podcast. I need yeah. to. I need it was just to. a couple of days ago. Yeah. But like he almost basically explains exactly how they could change it. Like, and he's been in Russia, like, and he just knows. I mean, obviously he wrote the program, but he just knows like, oh yeah, I mean, there's multiple ways they could completely, without completely changing what they're doing, but change it enough to where it's still legal. Well, it, it'll still be illegal, but they'll get away with it. Yeah. And, because they're not using the same parameters. And another thing that actually, I was thinking about what you said when we had a discussion, I don't know if, I believe it was the last, no, not the last episode, the episode when we were actually talking about Snowden, um, and you talked about how if he got pardoned, you said he'd probably come home like right away, and how Trump yeah. might do that, you know, as far as a political move, like we've been talking about in this episode, um, towards the election, and now, it makes me believe that so much more because this came out that it was illegal what they did and that he proved it. And now it's like, is the next step what you were saying? Is Trump going to do that? You know, yeah. piggybacking off of this. It is funny too. In that podcast, Joe Rogan asks him if he would come home and he says, yeah, which he's, I mean, he says it in every interview, but See, he's still to, sticking, we have to sticking speculate. with it. Joe Rogan gets the answer and we're over here speculating. <laughs> this is yeah. ridiculous. I told it's funny. I texted Nick. I was like, Joe Rogan must have been watching the podcast because the next day he got Edward Snowden yep. interview, <laughs> asking him the same direct questions that we're sitting yeah. here like <laughs> analyzing. Yeah. Well, there's your answer. If you want to know the answer to what we were talking about, apparently go watch. If you want to know where Joe Rogan gets yeah. his ideas, you're, in the right you're place. at the right place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the Joe Rogan skeleton crew. We're like the yeah. ghost, we're the, the ghost writers. We get the, the juices flowing. We're the three guys behind Jamie, you know? <laughs> we are Jamie, actually. We are Jamie. <laughs> God. But it, it'll be interesting to see what follows this. Like he said, I mean, he's he's 100% right. I mean, he didn't even have to say it for, you know, me to even think that. But just to hear him, it's like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. All right, well, I can't even be upset. I'm just going to move on now because I just know that's fact, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I this election, like talking about all the stuff leading up to this between everything going on with countries and entertainment and, you know, Supreme Court justices dying and, you know, peace deals. And I mean, it's these are only four topics we got into in just under 50 minutes. Now, if we actually went on to everything going on between California burning alive right now to everything over on the other side of the country, we could be here for days. The Breonna Taylor shit just went down today. I was going to say a couple hours ago. I just heard about that. I didn't look into it. Cops got off scot-free. Yeah. It's, I mean, we could talk about this forever. I mean, stay safe Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck everyone stay safe out there, especially them right now. Louisville is going to burn. Oh, it is. It is. And when the election hits, the rest is going to burn, you know, no matter which Mm -hmm. way it goes, it's just, it's going to be mayhem. You know, I don't, I don't see there being a Black Friday. If I'm going to say that, I don't see there being a Black Friday holiday leading into Christmas. I don't see Christmas happening. I see it just all being shut down because of everything that's going to happen in November. Good. We could, we could mention too, the CDC with their little mess up that happened the other day. Well, yeah. They, they put out that um, the coronavirus is an airborne virus and social distancing never has and won't do anything to protect you because it's an airborne pathogen. So, but then they took it down immediately. That that article was up for a little bit and then they took it down and said that they weren't ready to, what did they say? They weren't ready to put that information out. They said it wasn't, they said it wasn't true, that it was a mess up or it was like a draft. And then yeah, then they said they weren't yeah. ready. If it's not true, it. why is it a draft? Yeah, it was, they gave two it? different reasons yeah. for it. And it was like... You know, I typed this up. Uh, it's not true, but you got to be ready for this. We just want to hear what it sounds like. And you know, once you hear that, I like I told Nick, I was like, that is exactly how this is going to go away. That after the election, 
it's going to come out that this is an airborne pathogen. It's okay. We don't have to social distance anymore. We just got to be careful. It's like a stronger strain of the flu. We are just going to have to live with the rest of our lives. But it's okay to go back to some normalcy, which it's been okay to go back to some normalcy. Yeah. Not to so. mention they're going to throw the, the fact that it's cold and it's winter outside. There's snow, so it's dead if yeah. it is on anything. It's just in the air now. Bro, and it, yeah. it's just an unhealthy situation for us to be forced into some fear with this. I literally had a sinus infection last week. Yeah. For like two days. I did not go to the doctor to get medicine or whatever. I got like Tylenol sinus or whatever. And I just fucking ate that shit like candy for three days. Yeah. And I was, I, I sounded like shit. And I literally, I told everyone, I'm like, I am not going to the doctor so they can shove something up my fucking nose and test me for Corona when I already know what I have. Like, yeah. I have no fever. I have no symptoms of that. I just super stuffy and my throat was scratchy. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to go, oh, well, you got Corona. Now you can't go to work for two weeks. Like, no, fuck you. I'm fine. I'm fine. Stayed home from work Thursday, Friday. Fine. Yeah. And that, that test too, I, it's gotta be painful. I actually. Oh, Nick took it. It is. Is it? Nick had to take it. It's not, it's not fun. (laughs) I saw Ryan Reynolds just doing a behind the scenes of a movie that he's, he's got going on right now. So of course he's got to get tested every day. He goes on set. And as they were putting the, the Q-tip swab up his nose, he was sitting there, he's like, yeah, it's not so bad, you know, just sitting here, they just stick that thing up your nose, you know, just far back enough to tickle your childhood memories. That's awful. <laughs> like, like a five-inch stick, they stick at least four inches of it down your fucking nose. Just four inches, that's all you can take? Oh, I don't want to take much more, dude. I don't want to take much more. That's my breaking point, I tap out. Kumquat. Is that the same word? Yep. I'll tell you what, though, dude. I could breathe, like, out of that nostril so fucking good. It cleared that shit right up. Well, yeah, they punched a hole in your head. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, if anyone, if you're feeling stuffy, go get Roto-Rootered up at the local hospital. They'll just punch (laughs) that shit right out. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this one. We just kind of wanted to touch on current events. I know this one was a little bit shorter than usual, but... uh, We'll, we'll probably go into some more, possibly more current events going on, you know, as this gets farther in the election. I don't know if we might go into something with the election. We'll see about that. We're going to kind of talk about that behind the scenes. Um, but definitely stay tuned. Next episode, probably within another week or so. I know this one was like a couple days past the week point. Um, I apologize about that. I got some stuff personally going on in my personal life, so it's been a little hectic. Um, but yeah, we're going to probably have the next one in the next seven days, hopefully. And then, uh, yeah, we will see you all there. So just stay sharp. Look at your local news. Fucking read between the lines and we'll see what happens. Take it easy. Fuck them. Keep your eyes open.